So compose your minds, bring your attention, note the here and now, Pachubana, Pachubana Dhamma, this uh, attitude of composing, bringing together everything at this moment. Like the thinking mind, the nature is to wander. And so if we, if we just, we don't compose ourselves, then it's easy just to be caught in the habit of just sitting here and, and being lost in the, the wandering mind. And I've pointed out before, you know, thinking is a, a linear process. One thought goes on to the next. And so we start out with, with some feeling, something, and we follow it, and we, we just, we attach to it, and the mind wanders. <coughs> so in meditation, uh, to stop this wandering, just aimless wandering and with thought to bring attention to that which is happening here and now, which is the, the posture, the, the body itself, and the breath, sound of silence, I recognize that thinking is a function of the mind and uh, very, you know, it's something that that um, human species is, uh, you know, we're, we're quite clever uh, in the fact that we, we can. We have retentive memory, we have language. We can create abstractions. We can imagine fantasize, dream. And all this comes through, through uh, language, through memory, through thought. But there's also this reflective capacity, the, the bhutto, the awareness. We suddenly, you know, we can find, uh, if we've been wandering and thought we there is a point we suddenly realize what we're doing. We're, oh, there we go, wandering again. So then there's a, you know, one can, can uh, react to wandering mind by wanting to control it, and, uh, trying to, you know, stop it from wandering through willful intentions. And so we tend to, we can make meditation into a struggle, you know, to stop the wandering mind, to, to get the concentration. Because when we come into, you know, we first pick up on the idea of meditation, we, we, um, you know, we, we associate this with some kind of concentrated state. If we just let the mind wander, it tends to, to get into patterns of 
things of, you know, worrying or, or fantasizing, if it were character, what the mood is, what the conditions of the mind, the situation, will bring up various uh, memories or impulses. And we, uh, if we're not aware, then we, we are just caught into that, to the, the momentum of desire and habit. So recognize that this this awareness is transcending these all these functions. Uh, it's not a, a rejection and a denial or an escape, but you know that's a, out of aversion. But its ability to embrace, to to be with this moment, even with the even with that kind of impulsive tendency to wander. But then uh, the self comes up and we start criticizing, you know, I can't meditate, my mind, you know, we, 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 we start wandering with uh, kind of self-criticisms or a sense of despair and our lack of ability to, to be able to make ourselves do what we think we would like or should be doing. This is why, we, you know, this, this ability to think and retentive memory can, tends to complicate our lives considerably. We're not just, you know, instinctual creatures surviving on the planet. We, we uh, create complex networks and webs of all kinds of emo memories of emotional experience, uh, the momentum of habit, and uh, the, just the information, the knowledge that we have, we've acquired in our lives through education. And a strong sense of self as a, as a separate individual, as identity as a person. So in, um, we experience uh, a lot of loneliness. Uh, in this uh, as a person because personality tends to isolate one when when one and when if that's the identity and the reality that that one uh, uh, believes in then of course that means that there's, there's always this sense of separation from the whole when we and the result of that separation is uh, uh, this feeling of Aloneness, loneliness, incompleteness, dissatisfaction, being unsatisfied, discontented. There's always something to do, something to, to get, to fulfill ourselves, to be complete and whole. And then when you, you know, you contemplate, uh, I contemplate my personality, it, it tends to produce this uh, sense of isolation, loneliness. Because 
if that's our identity, then that's the that's the that's the result of that attachment, being a person, be identifying with the body, with the mental habits, memories that we have, and we we would like to be able to say meet somebody else, somebody that will understand that we can really communicate with rapport, relationship, these become uh, possibilities for getting out of this separation and loneliness. So in monastic form, we find ourselves in a celibate lifestyle and uh, relationships are, are from a monastic uh, convention. So, in uh, say in Vinaya, and that the the relationship and on a con on a conventional level is, you know, kind of it's merely just the um, based on seniority on junior senior. Uh, teacher, disciple, um, things like that. These are structures that uh, that are, you know, part of that conventional uh, form that we we uh, we have, and then we identify with that uh, in the sense of I'm senior to you, or I'm junior, or I'm teacher or disciple. But that's not the purpose of the, of the uh, conventional structures, not for identity. Not, you know, it becomes a, a misuse of the structure when, when we just use Buddhist terminologies, Buddhist conventions, just to create them into, uh, add to our uh, separate self-identities. <clears throat> so the relationship of conventional reality, say, with ultimate reality, the paramatta satcha. So this is the, in Pali, this is the, the Pali terms for ultimate reality. Paramatta satcha. Satcha is uh, like truth or reality. Samut Satya, Samut is, uh, is the uh, conventional reality. So it's not, not a matter of, of uh, despising conventional reality and trying to identify with Paramatta. That's, a, that's just another kind of delusion, isn't it? The aim is to recognize Paramatta Satya, to realize that. And no longer be bound and limited on the conventional level, even though that conventional level operates. It's a, it's a, an expedient means. It's an agreed form, a way of living in a in a group or a sangha. That uh, that we use for awareness, not for identity. 
But in, in any conventional form, you know, on the personal level, we can, you know, junior, senior, these, these kind of identities, we always qualify with them, you know, as some, somehow the senior, what we might feel is we have more power when we're senior and we're powerless when we're junior or um, we authority, uh, views of authority. You know, the resistance to any kind of authoritarian